Welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Your hosts are here to speak the words of the spirits and answer your questions. Now, here are Connie and Barry. Hey, hello, everyone, and welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. I'm Barry Strom. I'm your host, and I'm going to be using my gift of spirit communication to spread your knowledge of the afterlife, and I will spread it to anybody that's willing to open their minds and listen. And I'm Connie Strom, your co-host. This week, we're going to investigate ghosts. If you missed our show last week, we channeled the famous exorcist, Reverend William Sean Willing, Reverend Sean Willington. Uh, he told some true stories of personal experiences that are hard to believe. All of our shows are available on the Voice America Variety Channel. Just search Spirit Speak, Analyzing the Afterlife. We're now putting all of our shows on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, we will welcome f- suggestions for future shows. Our email is exploringtheafterlife2023 at gmail.com. So please send your suggestions or comments to that address. Next week, we will be exploring three major conspiracies by channeling the spirits that lived them. We will explore the JFK assassination by channeling President Kennedy himself and ask him what really happened. And President Abraham Lincoln will tell you what happened to John Wilkes Booth and who was behind his murder. And the third one will be our famous outlaw, Billy the Kid, and he will tell you what happened to him. I'll give you a little hint. Pat Garrett did not kill him. Okay, we currently have a YouTube channel. It's in my name, Barry Strome. We've got over 370 videos available this time. Now, tonight, or today, we're going to be taking calls in the final segment of the show. The number is 866-472-5788, You can ask a question or tell a true ghost story that really happened to you. For several years, we owned an antique gallery near Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. The battlefield at Gettysburg is one of the most haunted spots imaginable. Our gallery was also quite haunted and provided us with many spirit interactions. It had been a shoe factory for a hundred and some years. Barry's first book, Haunting and History of the Battle of Gettysburg, includes over 200 ghost pictures from his personal ghost photography. The second book, Afterlife, What Really Happens on the Other Side, tells of many of our adventures at the store. Now, when we started channeling, the spirit guides gave us prayer protection. Because when you open a channel to the other side, it's possible for an evil energy to come through that channel. And since our topic today is ghosts, and we're going to probably wind up channeling with several of them, we're going to have Connie say the prayer, just in case we have an unwanted visitor that tries to make an appearance. God, please grant us your wisdom and protection. Grant us the knowledge that we can handle and keep us safe from all things that will harm us. Keep the messages positive and pure love. Keep us safe from our egos. We ask these things in the light of the seen, the unseen, and the honesty of God. Okay. Amen. Okay, Connie, thank you. We're going to start our show with a little different format today. We're going to be channeling Laura. Now, in our first show, we spoke with her quite a bit. She is our personal guides and incredibly knowledgeable. So we're just going to simply start by asking her some questions about ghosts, and then we're going to be doing a few other things as well. So, Connie? Laura, thanks for joining us. 
Would you explain to our listeners exactly what is a ghost? Well, a ghost is a soul energy. It's a soul energy that hasn't advanced into the realms of heaven as yet. Now, once a soul advances, it can return. That is why many of your family members can come through and talk to you. They advance into the realm, and then when you want to speak with them, they have the ability to return. But for some energies, they refuse the opportunity to move ahead into the realms. Many of them are very, very happy where they live their lives. Uh, they may have a special piece of furniture or an oil painting that they like, and they may stay with that. There is no time on the other side. So once a soul passes, there is no time. So many of them are not in any rush to advance. Many of them are fears of fear of judgment. And yes, many of them do not even know that they have passed. So simply sp stated, a ghost is, is a, a soul energy. Why do some spirits choose to remain earthbound? Sometimes spirits do not realize that they've passed. Sometimes they feel they have unfinished and unfinished business that they have to do. Sometimes they like an object, as I said earlier. But it is a fact that quite often spirits will simply re refuse to move ahead. Now, there will be a time that the angels get involved and will have them move because there's no way they can advance as long as they're remaining as an earthbound energy form. So there can be many reasons, and there are multiple dimensions that they can remain in. Sometimes, like when they're fighting in a war and they die very suddenly, they just simply don't realize what has taken place. Okay, we know they can speak. I myself experienced that Barry's dad saved my life many years ago by speaking to me. This is way before I knew that we could communicate with the other side. So anyway, is it possible? I know it's possible to hear their words. What kind of energies do earthbound spirits possess? And how is it possible that they can speak? I mean, when Russ talked to me, it sounded like somebody was at the back of my head. You have to understand that when... A spirit passes from its incarnate life. Everything changes. The energies that you recognize in life no longer exist. But there are different types of energies on the other side. For instance, there are multiple dimensions. Sometimes individuals can see through that dimension. And if that dimension is thin, it's possible that they can see the spirit in some type of form. There's no way that an individual living a human life can understand the energies that are available once they pass to the other side. I know that that's an ambiguous answer, but there are energies that are simply beyond the comprehension that you have when you're living a human life. A ghost or a spirit energy has free will. 
So it can choose to use those energies in many different ways. Some souls have got more energy than others. Some souls are not allowed to use their energies. For instance, an evil soul, when it passes, will not be able to utilize many of the evil energies that it had in life. Now, it can remain, in, it can remain behind and stay earthbound, and it can do things that are considered evil, but it doesn't have the great strength that, that good souls have. Okay, Laura, thank you so much. I, when we took over the antique hour, we did not realize in any way, manner, or form just how many spirits we had. We actually had a portal in the basement. Uh, I started out actually not believing in ghosts until I spent a lot of time at the store. So we were doing an investigation one night. We had a paranormal team in there. And we were making a recording, and we heard a spirit come through on an EVP. His name was Jeffrey Silverman. Now, I'm going to play that EVP for you, and you're going to hear Jeffrey give his name. And at the end of it, you're going to hear much more faintly, he's going to say, I made shoes as well, because he worked at, the, at, as, at making shoes in this factory probably about 100 years earlier. So anyway, let's play the uh, EVP, and we'll let you hear the actual voice of a ghost. Jeff, do you have a last name? Silverman. Did you say your last name was Silverman? Yeah, I'm sorry. He said, yes, I did. It was, but that is the best EVP that I have ever been able to participate in. He actually brought that voice back louder than what we were speaking at the time. So anyway, Connie, let's move ahead with another question. Okay. What is the difference between what we call a ghost and a spirit that has moved on up into the realms of heaven? Actually, there is no difference. In energies, a ghost, or, or let me let me put it to you this way: once a human soul passes, then all that is left is the soul energy. The human possessed that soul energy in life, and after passing incarnate lives. The soul energy remains. The soul energy is what has eternal life. Some souls choose to move ahead into the realms of heaven. And as we discussed earlier, some decide that they will remain earthbound. The earthbound spirits that make that decision do not have the ability to move forward and visit the realms. Spirits that have moved ahead have met with their guides, understand what they did, depending on the realm that they're in, have got many possibilities. If you're in a middle to an upper realm, you can visit those in the lower realms, or you could return to Earth and visit with 
individuals that are still living. A spirit that is has made the choice to remain earthbound does not have choices. It can move around, it can do things, but it cannot visit any of the realms of heaven. You will actually find that many of the spirits don't understand the realms of heaven. The guides, the angels, the spirits, they'll try to speak with them, but soul energies have free wills, we discussed earlier. The ghost, the spirit that you're referring to a ghost, if it, has, it can have moved on or it can have remained earthbound. A ghost is simply a soul energy. There's just different ways of referring to it. Do all spirits at some point in time move into the realms of heaven or do they re- can they remain earthbound forever? They can remain earthbound for many of your human years. The most important point here is once the soul passes, there is no time restraints. Everything, and this is a very, very difficult concept, but once on the other side, everything basically happens at once. None of this will be, you will not be able to understand all of this until you return home. A soul can remain there for hundreds of years, of your years, but to them it's almost an instantaneous thing. It's a very, very difficult concept. We will generally allow them to stay earthbound for quite a period of time. If they're not, they will, they will be informed that they have free will and that they can make the decision. Many of them can refuse to make that decision, and many of them do. That is why you still see ancient battlefields where there are, are still spirits. Some have decided to move on, but many have still felt that there's unfinished business to do and that they will remain there. So there will be a time but it would not be a time that is understood by humans, if that makes any sense. It does. How many different dimensions exist on the other side on the life veil? The main dimension is passing from an incarnate life to a spirit, to a spirit form. That is the most difficult dimension to see through. But once you are on the other side, you will find that there are multiple dimensions. There are many different ways that spirits can interact. Dimension changes. Now we're going to, this is going to be also very, very difficult for humans to understand. It's dimension changes 
that allow spirit souls to travel incredible distances. You hear us speak that souls have lived life on other planets. Well, there's a complex of dimensions on the other side. Interaction of dimensions can allow spirits to travel for great distances. It can allow them to do many, many different things. I can assure you that you will all be amazed when you return to the other side. The higher the realm, the greater access you have to these interdimensional changes. That is why it is important that souls reincarnate to live different lives so that they have access to learning different interactions. As the soul progresses, it has much more flexibilities in what they can do on the other side. Souls that have chosen to remain earthbound have very few choices. They can remain where they are or they can choose to move forward. But moving forward involves the process of judgment and involves the process of reviewing how they perform their lives. It's a very difficult concept for humans to understand, but that is the way that God wanted it. Okay, let's take a little break here. We, uh, I hope you're enjoying our conversations about, about ghosts. Thank you for tuning into our show, and we'll be back in about two minutes. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, 
bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Here are your hosts, Connie and Barry Strom. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Connie, let's learn a little bit more about ghosts. Laura, are there really spirits that do not know they have died? Absolutely. There is what we refer to as a channel of the unknowing dead. In most instances, these are generally individuals that died during wars and during battles. The soul, and this is a very, very complex situation to understand. The soul does not realize that it has passed. The soul thinks it is doing exactly what it did at that time in the past. It may have many other souls with it that are participating in the same thing. That is why on battlefields, you'll see both sides of spirits still participating in the battle. But there is definitely a channel of the unknowing dead. We had an experience when we were living back in Gettysburg. It was the 4th of July, which I'm kind of a history freak to understand things. And we were trying to channel with Confederate spirits. It was the 4th of July, and we were at the exact spot where Lee had retreated with his men. I had the channeling board out, and there was a group of about 10 of us sitting at a picnic table. And all of a sudden, in comes a spirit, and the first thing it says is, what is this manner of dress? The women had shorts and baseball caps and things. It was hot out. And he said, I must be dreaming. What is going on here? And I, I asked him who he was, and he was a Confederate colonel. And he had just fought about a mile down the street on the first day of the battle. So I started to ask him some questions. He knew exactly what had taken place, little insignificant facts. I said, why are you here? He said, my men are, are protecting the, the rear of the, of the retreating column. He had absolutely no idea that he had passed. I said to him, I said, we, and we knew we wanted to, at that, on, at that time, we wanted to try to speak with Confederate soldiers. So we had a Confederate flag that we, we had put up just to try to attract them. And I said to him, would you bring your men up so that we could speak with them? And he said, can you guarantee our safety? And I said, yes. 
we're friendly to the Southern cause, bring them up, we guarantee nothing will happen. So all of a sudden, we have all these spirits around us of Confederate soldiers. And I had my camera, and I actually took a picture, several photographs. But in my book, Afterlife, I have a photograph of a Confederate soldier looking out a window of a building, of a, of a barn that was there, looking at the battle flag that we're flying. It was the 4th of July, and all of a sudden, fireworks started going off. And he said, oh, my God, it's Yankee artillery. They know we're here. And it was, it was, it was one of the most amazing channelings that we've ever done. But I can truly guarantee you that there is a channel where these soldiers or spirits have no idea that they've passed. This guy was in the exact same spot that he was 150 years earlier. Connie, another question? Okay, Laura, so tell us how a spirit can move from the channel of the unknowing dead to the realms of heaven. There will be a time that we assist them. The angels will become involved. Sometimes the angels will simply envelop them in their energy and take them into the realms. Sometimes the angels will try to convince them and tell them what is taking place. They will help them move through, through the next dimension. But basically, they will remain in that channel of the unknowing dead until until we feel it is necessary that they move on. Yeah, I was feeling so sorry for those poor souls. Uh, many paranormal investigators swear that orbs are not spirits. Are orbs spirits, Laura? Well, there are many orbs that are simply dust particles. Uh, an orb, it can be created with light when you take a photograph. But there are definitely orbs that are spirits. The spirit energy is, is an energy, and the most efficient energy is in a spherical shape. So it is natural that orb energies will take a spherical shape. But we can guarantee you that generally orbs will be in the form of orbs will be a spirit form. It is the easiest form for spirit energy to take. And there will be amazing things that they can actually do. They can travel very rapidly. But certain orbs are definitely spirits. In my first book, Battle Get uh, Pointing History of the Battle of Gettysburg, I took many, many pictures thousands and thousands of pictures on the battlefield. And there were an incredible number of these that had orbs in them. I actually took a picture one night where an orb moved rapid, very rapidly in front of the camera. And it left a, basically a trail of light that you could see. All the other orbs around it was stationary. But when I measured the distance that that orb traveled, I knew the camera was set at a 60th of a second. And for that orb to have tr covered that distance, it would have had to travel at over 400 miles per hour. So they can, they, they can do amazing things. I also have a page in the book of orbs that have faces in them. 
you can see the actual faces of the soldiers. And yes, many of them uh, are dust or light, but there are definitely orbs that have spirits. Okay, you mentioned about spirits uh, attaching themselves to objects. Could you expand on that a little bit for us? Sometimes in life, spirits loved an object. It could be it could be almost anything. It could be mirrors. It can be whole houses. That's why certain houses are haunted because the spirits may have lived there, may have enjoyed that life, and just simply don't want to leave. There may be other other spirits there that they want to still spend time with, so they choose to to remain, and that's how you get a haunted house. But they make the decision. I know it seems strange to living people that a spirit might attach to an object, but it definitely happens, and it can and it can delay their their moving into the realms. We have an interesting story from the store of a spirit attachment. We had an oil painting. It was probably done around 1870, 1880, and it was a portrait. And every time a person that was sensitive would go by this portrait, the portrait would speak to them. So any psychics, they'd always come up and say, you do know you have an attachment on this. We'd say, yes. And the spirit would always bitch to the person that they did not like the music that we played in the store. I'd never ask him what kind of music he liked, but it, uh, whatever we did, he didn't like it. So anyway, one day I'm up front, and this lady comes up, and she says, I want to buy a painting back here, and it, it's speaking to me, and I'd like to buy it. So I walk back, and it's the old painting of Joseph. So I said to her, exactly how is this thing speaking to you? And she said, well, I'm a psychic, and the old painting said he, he really dislikes the music you play here, and he asked if, he would, if I would buy him and take him home. So I want him to be happy, so I'm going to buy the oil painting and take it home. Long story short, the, the lady buys a $1,500 oil painting because the spirit spoke to her. So we can vouch for spirit attachments, Connie. We were wishing we had more. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, by what process would a detached ghost move into the realms? Generally, it will happen when we interfere, when we step in. The angels, Azrael, help spirits move on. Generally, what he'll do is have some of his spirits intervene, speak to them, tell them that they have choices and that they really need to get on with their reincarnations and whatever life plans they would like to have. But generally, they will stay until somebody tells them that they have the choice. We know it's possible for ghosts to leave objects to let an individual know that they're still with them. For instance, Barry's dad will leave pennies in weird locations if he has a message for us. How is it possible for a ghost that doesn't have a, a physical body, how can they get the energy to move a solid thing, like a coin? 
as I was speaking earlier, ghosts can do amazing things. If they have access to higher realms of heaven, they have many choices in what they can do. They can move through these dimensions and believe it or not, they can actually change the force, the form of solids. They cannot make a solid disappear, but they can make it move through these different dimensions. They can have it change shape and they can actually place objects. We know for a fact that Barry's dad does this and sometimes we assist him. He is generally fairly close to what the two of you do. He watches a lot of it, but that is the, the procedure that he has chosen to let you know when he has a message. Generally, he will leave the coin for you, Connie, because he knows that you are not as sensitive to picking up his words. So it's a way that he lets you know that he has something that he wants to say. Once again, it is very, very difficult for us to explain this process. There will be a time that all of you will understand how, how this takes place. But I would tell all of you out there that if you've lost a loved one and you see an object, a strange object, show up in a place that you don't expect it, uh, perhaps you will see a bird. Maybe the loved one loved cardinals and you'll see a, a especially friendly cardinal do not ever underestimate the powers that spirits on the other side have they have the ability to do things far beyond any human comprehension that is definitely something that we're having proven to us how does a ghost get the the energy to form as a solid apparition. Ghosts, especially if they're in higher levels, have access to quite a bit of energies that are not defined in human lifetimes. A spirit can form. Now, what you are actually seeing is a minimization of the dimension that that spirit is in. In that dimension, there may be many spirits that are actually in form. For instance, there have been instances on the Gettysburg battlefield where entire regiments have been seen of ghosts. You are looking into the dimension in which those spirits are residing. Sometimes the dimensions are too difficult to see through, but sometimes you will find that they will appear almost totally in human form. There are many photographs that show individuals 
in in human form. The most the we had an experience in Gettysburg. We were in our I had an apartment in a very haunted area while I was writing the book. And one night, Connie and I are sound asleep, and I wake up and an individual had broken into our bedroom. I threw the covers off. I had a handgun in the nightstand. I grabbed the gun and I pointed it towards the individual. And all of a sudden it dawned on me that this individual had a Confederate uniform on. It was an absolute full bodied, solid apparition of a Confederate soldier. I looked at it and it just disappeared through the wall. The next night I took the ghost box over and I said, I'd like to speak to the Confederate soldiers in my bedroom last night. And I hear over the ghost box, Ed comes in. I said, Ed, did you, were you the ghost that was in my bedroom last night? And I hear, yep. I said, Ed, are you going to be in my bedroom again? And I heard, yep, once more. So I have, I have truly seen ghosts that are so absolutely solid that I actually had a handgun in my hand thinking that somebody had broken into our bedroom. I hope that some of you take advantage of calling in. I'd love to hear a couple of your ghost stories. But uh, we've got a ton of them. So let's take a little break here. Let's open the phone lines. It's 866-472-5788. Hope that you'll take advantage of it. You can have ask questions or you can tell us a ghost story. So thank you for tuning in. Stick with us and we'll be right back. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live 
the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Spirits Speak, exploring the afterlife. Have a question for Barry or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Okay, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. and Please feel free to give us a call. We're going to keep channeling with Laura until uh, we see the phones light up. So, Connie? Laura. How do ghosts have the ability to see into the future? Well, if you're in the realms, you have the ability to see forward and to see back. Uh, as we've tried to explain on other shows, time is basically non-existent. So they have the ability to see forward, depending on the on how high a realm the spirit is in the more that they have the ability to see forward and back. But it all depends on where they are in heaven. Some spirits in lower levels have none of that ability. I have a little story about that. Uh, For about two years, we had the soul of an alien whose name was Moo, uh, helping us write two books on aliens. And one time we were channeling, and he spelled out on the board, Connie girl, be careful. And I said, "Uh, what am I to be careful of, Moo? And he spells out falling. I said, am I going to fall on the steps here at the store? And he wouldn't answer me at that point. So about two mornings later, we had just gotten five inches of new snow, and I was running outside to get rid of the trash before we left to come back to Utah for a month. And the snow was hiding some ice, so I slipped and fell. Fortunately, I fell on my backside, which is my most protected part of my body. But as I was going down, I thought, oh, okay, Moo, I got you. So we came home, and we were channeling with some friends of ours, the friends who actually taught us how to do the channeling. And I said, when once they were on the board, I said, well, Moo, I found out what you were talking about. And my smart aleck buddy said, yes. And did you notice I made sure you felt on your butt so you didn't get hurt? So that gives you Moo's personality. <laughs> I miss him. Yeah, he was quite a spirit. Uh, one of these days, we are going to be doing a show where we are going to channel with aliens. And they're going to tell you a bunch of good things. As I say, I wrote two books based on their channelings. We've seen spirits have amazing abilities. I think the one that caught me most off guard was one night I went to bed. and We had a small apartment there. So I took my jeans off and I laid them on the floor, went to bed, got up the next morning, and I picked my jeans up and... The zipper was closed, the button was closed, and the belt was buckled. It was like a spirit had worn my pants overnight. And I guarantee you that when I laid them on the floor, that uh, that was not how I put them there. So about a year later, 
we had we we sold the store and I had to come back on business. So I was staying at a bed and breakfast in our in Gettysburg with our, some of our friends owned. And I did the same thing. I showed uh, I laid my pants on the floor, picked them up in the morning, uh, and the zipper was closed. The button was buttoned. And the belt was closed. The ghosts wanted me to know that they knew that I was back in town. So they did the same thing with my pants. They are absolutely amazing what they can do. Okay, I see we have a phone call. Patty from Pennsylvania. How are you doing? Patty, you're on me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, we're we're just... (laughs) here (laughs) thank you i'm glad you're here (laughs) yes Uh, you have a question or story no but i have a little story that i had actually told you before when you would be a guest on uh, marla's show Mm -hmm. about um going out to lunch in my car one day just to get out of work driving around i come to a stop sign i look in my rear view mirror and there's bright blue eyes looking at me (laughs) which was looking at you totally stopped me in my tracks so i asked you when you were on her show once who was that and you told me it was a father from lifetimes ago who didn't want me to get into an accident <laughs> yes and I, I i'm a little thick but i do remember now <clears throat> yes and uh, i mean i see stuff all the time my brother he sends me songs on the radio which you've told me he sends me birds <laughs> all the yes. time but yeah. uh, seeing blue eyes looking at you from your rearview mirror yeah mm-hmm. that's definitely put on the brakes <laughs> <laughs> that will do that and, yes. and uh yes and as a matter of fact your brother dave is uh has a little message for you stop it you're gonna make me cry well don't do that <laughs> yeah, that that's not the purpose of it. he's saying well, what he's saying is, he said, Patty, will you please stop that? I'm trying to just say hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we've. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Patty, thank you for calling. Oh, thanks, Barry. Thanks, Connie. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Welcome, Patty. <laughs> we have, uh, we've known Patty for a while and. I had the honor of knowing her brother Dave in life, and he passed. And uh, quite often he will bring messages forward for her. So it's always the same result. She always breaks out in tears. So anyway, Connie, why don't you tell us a st- another story about you falling on? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I'm convinced that there is such a thing as angels for uh, klutzes, and I've got probably the best one around. But anyway, um, this is once again several years ago. I was carrying a cup of tea and going down the stairs. It was Super Bowl Sunday, and we were at our friend's house, and I was going back downstairs to the theater. All of a sudden, I tripped and fell, and I went down and hit the landing, and I felt like I was going in slow motion, and then amazingly, when I got to the bottom, there was not one drop of tea that had left my teacup. 
So the other day I was talking to Laura and I said, Laura, did I have some help there? She said, yes, one of my angels took care of me. So I, I'm very appreciative of my angels. Yes, and Con- you all have them too. Yes, and Connie has definitely overworked her angels through the years. Uh, one of the most amazing stories I think that has happened to me was I know a lot of my prior lives. And one of them that I found out was that I was a Confederate captain that fought at Gettysburg. And one time I was out night before I realized all this, I was out taking photographs at night by myself. And there was always this area of the battlefield where I could count on having a lot of activity. So I'm out there by myself. Nobody's around. And I'm starting to walk down this wooden path. In my head, head, I hear, don't, don't go. I stopped, turn around, went about 20 feet, and this big tree falls right on the path where I would have been. If I had not heard those words in my head, I would have been out there at night underneath that tree, which probably would not have ended well. So as time went on a little bit, we got better at channeling. One night I asked, who saved my life out on the battlefield that night? And the answer comes back, it was the boys. So what do you mean it was the boys? The guide says, it was the soldiers that you fought with out there. The spirits of the soldiers had saved my life. They saw somehow that that tree was coming down and they told me to get off of the path, which I did. So I took a ghost box out and I went up to the place and I said, I'd like to thank you guys for saving my life. And they said, no problem, captain, but you better keep your head down because those damn Yankees are still shooting at us. Now, this was about 151 years after the battle. But I found that I could go out on the battlefield and that I could actually talk with the soldiers that I fought with. I took a group of people out with me one night. And I had the ghost box. I turned it on. I walked up to the area where we had been, been fighting. And I said, guys, do you recognize me? And over the ghost box, everybody heard, yes, sir, Captain. So I can vouch for the fact that these spirits have got just absolutely ability. What surprises me is that they have the ability to recognize your soul, even though it's in another body. One night, Connie and I were out, and we stopped parked the truck to take a picture. It was about 10 o'clock. They were closing the park. And we took a picture where one of the, the strongest northern divisions were fighting. I took one picture out the window, and a stone hit the back of my truck. The next day, I went out, and sure enough, where we had parked, there was a stone laying on the road. Those Union soldiers recognized that I had been a Confederate in that lifetime, and they wanted absolutely no part of it. And they actually 
threw a stone at the truck. We had been out, I've been out there times before and I'd heard him following me in the leaves. And before I could communicate, I took a psychic out, asked her what was going on. And she said, they really don't want you here. So it is absolutely unbelievable what these spirits can do. So anyway, I hope that uh, we've tried to give you a little bit of information. We have an incredible amount of stories that we've lived through, obviously. Spirits are real. Ghosts are real. I thought that we might have time to channel one that's, uh, our house is haunted here. We got a couple, but it looks like we're, we're running out of time. So thank you. I thank you for uh, listening to our ghost stories. So let's talk a little bit about next week. Next week, we're going to do something special. We're going to be bringing you three different conspiracies. Now, I did write a book. It's called Spirit Speak of Conspiracies and Mysteries, in which we did 27 minutes. 27 different conspiracies. But next week, we're going to do the JFK assassination. We will actually channel President Kennedy, and he will tell you what happened. We're going to channel Abraham Lincoln, and he will tell you what happened to John Wilkes Booth. He was not killed in Virginia. The story is amazing. And then we're going to finish up by channeling with the Western outlaw, Billy the Kid. We've talked to these spirits before. Uh, I think that the show will be well worth listening to. I know that President Kennedy will, in all probability, give you the name of the person that really did kill him. I currently have nine books listed on Amazon. My latest book, Messages of God for a Modern World, consists of 60 different messages that we channeled on our Wednesday morning podcast, A Weekly Message from Jesus. Makes a wonderful daily devotional. It's a great gift for a friend. The book is available in soft cover, and it's also available as an ebook. Signed copies are available on my website, barrystrom.com. I'd like to thank you all for joining us on the Voice America Variety of Radio Network. If you'd like to see more of our channelings, we mentioned before, I believe, that we have over 370 videos on our YouTube channel. It's in the name of Barry Strom. Thank you all for being with us. I hope to see you next week. Okay. I hope all of you enjoyed learning about ghosts today. They're all around us, and they generally mean us no harm. But last week, we talked to an exorcist. If you have a problem, get in touch with him. Often, the ghosts are just simply loved ones that are trying to let you know that they're still near you. I'd like to thank all of you for listening. I hope that you will tell your friends about us. And I hope you'll tune in. We're here every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Variety Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tune in next week for another informative and inspiring episode on the Voice America Variety Channel at 9 a.m. Pacific Time.